0: but in terms of tricks or tips i'd say that probably the best thing is to i've just found i i haven't had a really difficult time in terms of people management i I kind of i'm the person that i bring my whole self to the job um i don't believe in trying to put wool over folks eyes what you see is kind of what you get
1: All right, welcome everyone back to dissecting popular IT nerds. been a very long time uh, coming this particular show with Al Gardner from Denver, Colorado. I went to f- you know um, CSU Fort Collins. Uh, lived in lived in Colorado for 14 years. and I do miss some of it. I certainly miss the food in Fort Collins. but you are so involved in the community. You do so much uh, just leadership in general, but even IT leadership and Mm -hmm. that it has been very hard to get you on the show. So I'm not letting you go. I am not letting you go. We've got about a half an hour to bang out the most important things that I can, that I can, I guess, dissect. Right. Yeah. And you, you do a lot, you you speak a lot around executive influence and that's near Mm -hmm. and dear to my heart on this show because it's really about Mm. how do we take the, the it nerd isn't really nerd anymore. Nerd. It's like, it's like popular to be a nerd now, but how do we take the it techie guy that's been involved Maybe he's been running the help desk. Maybe he's been doing this. How do we get to the next level in lead and become Mm. a technology force multiplier within our companies, especially when you have some old school Mm. guys that might still be, possibly maybe pigeonholing IT into a cost center. Yeah, How do you get that executive influence?
0: You know, I'll say two things, truth and personality. Um, and if I were to prioritize one, I'd prioritize uh, truth. And when I say <laughs> truth, I mean, a lot of times as uh, technology professionals, we, we're kind of hesitant sometimes to really um, give, especially C-level executives and those who, we report to the, the real picture of how technology looks and kind of what our exposure um, is uh, if we don't make certain moves. And mm. one is they develop in, um, the ability to articulate that truth um, and, and tying it back to where the business wants to go. If I tell you one thing is going to happen, um, but it's not tied back to your vision and your strategic plan, you have a little bit of time trying to meld those two. Give if me an I example. The,
1: Give me an example um, there of how I it's I not tied.
0: You, sure. If I tell you that it's important for us to have a um, data loss prevention, a, DL, a DLP program, or software active in in our environment, and we need that pretty badly, and you say, why do we need it? If I'm if I'm unable to say, well, the reason why we need it is because you know we're looking at four or five other investors, we're looking at a round B or a round C because we're eventually looking for an IPO. And when we do, we're going to have to be SOX compliant. We're going to be other to things. And this is going to help us to be able to manage those things like privilege access control and the other control.
1: Now, what that if they say to, to you, to what if they say to you, I don't care, we don't need to spend that money until we get the, until we get the money or until we go yeah, IPO. Well-
0: yeah, well, when you, you first of all, you won't get to IPO if we don't do it because the odd of audits that we have to go through. Number two, if we get it while we're there, it's too late. And I've, I've told my bosses this before. I, it, when I've turned it down, I said, that's fine. When I'm on CNN, I'll make sure I tell them that I told you this. <laughs> I've really okay. said that. <laughs>
1: now, you made a lot of assumptions here. First of all, here's the assumptions. we got, we got to hit the assumptions. Assumption yeah, yeah. number one. IT guy, dude, girl, gal mm-hmm. knows what the company vision is. Mm-hmm. Got to know what the company mm-hmm. vision is. That's right. if, you, if you don't know what the company vision that's is, right. what would you say is the best thing to do? Read it in the company catalog. What do you think uh, is the best way?
0: No, you know, getting in the room, and that's but sometimes the hardest part for us too. When I say us, I mean IT leaders is getting in the room or um, staying relevant. Um, and up to speed to where the rest of the business is going. So the first thing is getting into the room and a lot of times it's well this is not around IT, but everything is around IT, right? And Thank having you. those frequent discussions if you're, if your particular boss is not telling you, then establish other good relationships with those other sea levels around you. and sometimes that you do that with goodwill missions, right like they want a new iPad, yeah.
1: Ooh, goodwill oh, goodwill mission! Say, I've never heard that before. Yeah. Goodwill you, you're mission. Going, <laughs> you're
0: going to goodwill missions if you can't get it one way, and then you just sit down and you have those regular one-on-ones, and then you start to find out where everybody's headed. I'm that's, going that's to be a strategy.
1: I, I'm going to suggest something crazy here, and mm-hmm. uh, and that would be that. People get a little crazy. You did say personality. You did say personality mm-hmm. was second. Now, if you have no personality, can you gain one? I'm pretty sure you can because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was the loser in high school that didn't talk to anyone. I, in fact, I know I was, and I'm sure there's plenty of people yeah. that live in it. I can look in the yearbook in my sophomore year <laughs> and, I, and compared, to, compared to senior year too. And But you know what?
0: It's highly unlikely that you gained a personality. I will say that you probably had that personality all along, but when it bloomed, It's something Uh, all together. I was
1: just scared. So (laughs) that means we need to get comfortable being uncomfortable and do some crazy things. Now, they're really not that crazy. These things might not be that crazy. Goodwill mission, really, that's easy. That's easy. Mm -hmm. Maybe Mm -hmm. stock in a good way, cyber stock, Mm -hmm. your Mm C-levels, do they have kids? Mm -hmm. So the Goodwill mission Mm -hmm. might be to, I don't know. Give him a Nintendo something. I got one of those. Mm-hmm. That I don't look at many spam emails, but one today was like, win a uh, Nintendo. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And I was thinking like mm-hmm. NES, old school, like from the 80s. Mm-hmm. It was. Right. And right. Goodwill mentioned. Right. But, you know, we could maybe actually ask him a question, stop him in the hallway, do some mm-hmm. other type of you know, I'm assuming they enter tickets into the system. Yeah. There's got to be, Hey, by the way, before I fix your computer, what's your opinion of the vision of this company? (laughs) Is there any, you know, I'm just trying to think of like, are there any other creative ways that you can draw that out of people or, or get, get in the room, get in the room.
0: Yeah. I think that, I mean, I don't know. I know that a big part of what I've been able to, um, do and the success that I can really point to is that folks want to know that IT is not an impediment to where they want to go with their business unit. And the first thing is convincing them that that's not the case. And then the second thing, uh, unfortunately, I would say, yeah, what does your team need to, to, to make it stronger? Um, and then really try to figure that out. To me, that's been, I've been successful at that. I would say it, it really kind of offering, um a shorter route to where it is they want to go sometimes right and then a lot of times they'll end up telling me yeah i have a guy who's working on looking at this software it's like really okay and how is that supposed to help it's supposed to help x y and z and then i'll say well you know we already have that in our environment really yeah mm-hmm. we have this software well that'll save you about x amount of dollars really mm-hmm. yeah i'll get tom or nancy over here to connect with with uh, your your person and let them mm. pound that how many weeks do you have to, to turn this around? We have about a quarter. Tell you what, give me about 30, 60 days that I can tell you yay or nay. Mm. Those sorts of things, um, I think, are You are killed two birds with one
1: stone. Two birds with one stone there. You stopped shadow IT. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you <They> stopped <laughs> Right, which is the big one.
1: <laughs> stopped shadow IT and made yourself look good all at the same time. Right. Um, you know,
0: and those things work sometimes, most well, of the time. So.
1: so what were some of the other assumptions here? The other, the assumptions were that we, a, we know the vision and mm-hmm. we got to get back to, you know, articulating the, Oh, back to the data loss, um, the data loss, mm-hmm. uh, example here. So the other general assumption would be is that, well, for you just said a bunch of things that tells me you have some general business acumen. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. You said IPO, right.
1: you said IPO. Yep. You said socks yeah. compliant socks, I guess, You know, if you're in any level of, I guess, IT and if you know whether you have to be compliant, you you know, you know, it's like PCI compliant or HIPAA compliant. You know, if you're in healthcare, you know what HIPAA is. Um, Yeah. But the The, IPO thing, or if I Mm -hmm. might, I even add in, um, you know, EBITDA, um, some other things like, is there any, how do you learn that stuff?
0: Well, you know, my back, my, my, I have an MBA, so that kind of helps. Um in terms of understanding business. Oh yeah. Uh, then Missed I, that I really one, sorry. Focused, <laughs> <laughs> blip. Really on that. No, but you know, it's come into play and I think it's rounded out um some of those discussions because if we're talking about refresh cycle and how often we should get a new computer, I don't have to go to the CFO and say we need it because the CPU usage is better on this particular processor. What I say is what is our depreciation schedule to fix assets? Right. Mm. And it makes it, it makes sense to them to say, okay, well, fixed assets depreciated X amount of time. Well, guess what? After three years, it's fully depreciated anyway. So learning how to, to, to speak in the language that each one of the business units understand is, is, is been helpful.
1: Mm. Give me another example. So we have depreciation, gross margin, we have, Mm -hmm. you know, operating costs, we have mm-hmm. labor and we have, we've got all these different things and that that's how we talk to maybe the the CFO but yeah what what about some of the other business units
0: yeah you know it, it, it's it, we can we can look at marketing right marketing, oh i love
1: it thank you, know, you. perfect marketing. how do we speak to how do we speak to dare i say arrogant marketers
0: there you go. I'm still trying to figure that out in full disclosure. But I think, <laughs> I mean, because they want complete open and wide access to everybody in the universe without any of, you know, security. We make hay. Goal.
1: We're, we're, we right. write your paycheck. Okay. That's right. Okay.
0: Sales and marketing are the two, you know, they, and, uh, well, DevOps, but it's, it's, <laughs> I won't talk about that. But yeah, I mean, it comes down to to say uh, when we take a look at the different um, costing uh, benefits and how they want to reach, the amount of reach that they want. And if we don't have these particular um, things in place, um, it kind of limits our ability to, to perform their reach safely, right? So we can multiply the amount of target acquisition in terms of potential customers by 50, by 20K, by 50K. Well, we can do that, but if we don't have this on the other end, we're going to be blocked by spam uh, constantly. We're going to get our rating down uh, when it comes to our domain. So there are a lot of back ends that, it, that can affect
1: So that. they can actually, if you tell a marketer, we're going to hit spam filters. And if you tell mm-hmm. sales guys, look, if, if we don't, ha- if we get this, you're going to get, you're going to get in the door that much easier. Mm-hmm. They, I would think would be one of your biggest proponents and ways to sell or one of the easiest pathways to sell at the executive round table. Cause if they ask for it mm. and you're asking you. for it, I would think that yeah. that would be powerful. Potentially
0: um, because you, as you know, as well as I, is that that transaction ebbs and flows. Right. And when, when you're doing great, you're doing great. And when you bring something to the table that works, that's a fantastic. And then there'll be those times when it does kind of, slow them down but in a good way and then you just have to rebound Mm. and find other opportunities there but it ebbs and flows there's no there is no continual forward progress in win-win-win-win-win when you're it in terms of maintaining this uh trajectory you're going to slow Down the process at some point. It's almost lose, 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 lose.
1: It's almost like lose, lose, lose.
0: Yeah. I use that. I always
1: use that, like the example of, you know, why do we need IT? Everything's working. Yeah. You know? That's
0: right. Are you only as good as your last mistake? Yeah.
1: No. Oh, it's tough, man. <laughs> it's tough. So we almost need it, to make IT, IT the sales department at the same time. If if IT can come up there with a marketing go. with a big marketing win or a big sales win, how do we? Right. How do we love sales and be in IT at the same time? I just thought I that mean. up off the top of my head, by the way. It's that's like <laughs> my, I just I think I blew I think I blew my own mind. Um, how yeah, do we? Yeah. Uh, how do we love sales and IT at the same time? Can you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, That's a good question. I don't have an answer. We probably don't have the amount of time to. I'm just be honest. I'll have to put some thought into that. Maybe we look at it in round two.
1: Um, um, Okay, good. This will be the first in history. Phil Howard won on a question against highly technical person. Um, Stumped. How can this is? uh, This is just got to be a future show. How can sales? What did I even say? How can sales and technology win together? What did I say? I don't remember now. Yeah. I'll have to go back. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, so exec- we're talking about executive influence. We we have hit on the fact that there's a few kind of prerequisites to getting in the room. And the prerequisites are some level of business acumen or at least faking it till you make it. Um, mm-hmm. And being able to articulate the truth in a mm-hmm. way that is showing we are either impeding the vision of the company or mm-hmm. adding to um, the vision of the company.
0: I'll say power distribution, right? When it comes to that, what I mean by that, distributing power among, uh, amongst your team, a lot of, some leaders um, feel very uncomfortable um, and very hesitant so when we say empower and that's a word that a lot of leaders like to use, but we don't like to practice it. And one of the big thing is you can't be in every room. So the smart thing to do is you get those folks who really have the, the, the ability, the aptitude and understand the mission and that are faithful to what it is you're trying to do. And you send them in the rooms as well. You don't have to be the expert on everything. Um, I don't always have to meet with Mark. Um, but I have somebody that has a really good relationship, say, with the director of marketing. And you know what? They communicate great together. So guess what? When you have a meeting, go ahead and uh, let Nicole go instead of Al. Or let Sharon go instead of uh, Al. Put the best person for the for the job in the room. And sometimes that's not always you.
1: Mm,
0: mm. you got to be comfortable with that. Most people are not.
1: <laughs> it's... And if you want to grow or if your organization grows really big, it's pretty much a have to. That's right. You're not going to survive. You're not going to survive. I know because (laughs) I have eight kids and there's no way I'm making eight beds. I'm definitely not Mm -hmm. cooking three meals a day. I'm not Mm -hmm. doing everyone's laundry. And right. I'm constantly encouraging my wife to not do that stuff either.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's it's, right. That's you right. Know,
1: I can't, um, the thing that I worry about the most is making sure that I just have time
0: that's with right. each
1: kid to connect, discover, and respond with what's, what are you doing well? What's bothering you? What do you need help with? Making right. sure that, you know, it's, it's, it becomes, so that's my advice to everybody. Go have, um, yeah. you know, eight to 12 kids. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, you'll learn real quick, and yeah. or you might just be a disaster. But that's it
0: could be. Well, if you don't trust the the people um, that are working with you to do that, then you have you probably have some other things that you need to focus on.
1: So that's so. The we we, we spoke about truth, uh, mm-hmm. articulating the truth specifically. Mm-hmm. Again, um, business acumen. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned. Team building, and I do think you can. Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. think you need an MBA, by the way, to learn that stuff. No, you don't. Because I'm a, I'm a, a living, breathing example of that. I'm a guy. I'm a a guy with a creative writing major. Okay, Uh, just, just go work for a fast food restaurant and become the manager. And you'll see real quick when they manage your P&L down to every little tiny light item. And why did you order an extra sleeve of, uh, you know, paper cups? You know, you'll find out oh, real yeah. quick what uh, gross margin and money on the shelf and, and labor management. Why did you have an extra person right. on for 15 minutes? I mean, you'll you'll learn all that stuff mm-hmm. real quick. Um mm-hmm. Team building. Ways around it. Yeah, and yeah. team building can be a, a complete and utter failure, and one of the most frustrating yeah. things that a, a new leader can experience yeah. at any time. Because when you're not the leader, you can always do it better from the bottom up. Yeah, there's all you always see. Wow, it'd be great if it was this way. It'd be great if it was that way. But then when you're yeah. actually the leader, and you have yeah. to empower, uh, empower, like you said, something that most people don't like to do because I only mm-hmm. know the way that I always did it by myself. Inspire people connect, discover, respond with your teammates, really kind of, um, I don't know, talk to me about the, the, the team building. What, what can someone do to build a really good team? Because if you do have a really good team, then you're going to love going to work every day and you're not going to have to, you're not going to be stressing out too much because people have your back.
0: Yeah, that's right. You know, I'll say the first thing is, um, I, I won't say that the obvious ones. The first one is building that trust, right? And what does that look like? And we say that uh, trust as a currency, but what does that look like? It's people believing that you actually have their best interest at heart and and you understanding that you set the tone for the team. If you come in and your attitude and your the way you present yourself is uncontrolled, guess what you're gonna have? You're gonna have a team that where their attitude is uncontrolled and they're vicious toward each other as well. One thing that I don't, that I'm big on, that I do not allow in the teams that I manage is a team with sharp elbows where everybody's trying to knock everybody down to get to me to be the favorite. Um, And this is all team building. I don't have favorites. I've had people ask me that, who's your go-to person or who's your favorite? I don't have a favorite. And you have to understand that um, you can't manage everyone the same way. How you manage John is not how you manage Bill. And you have to take the time to understand the personality and the limitations of each person on your team. But you create that. You establish that. I don't believe that you walk into an environment of a team and you see it being poisonous or you don't see it being successful. You can definitely look back at the leader. You have to be steady on that and be honest. You see someone messing up. Don't wait till the end of the year, at their at their report or at their at their, when they're doing their progress, and say, "Yeah, you messed up here, here, and here." not that dress it right then?
1: So if I'm being honest, if I'm being really honest, and you said mm-hmm. truthfulness is really important. Mm-hmm. I have favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. Okay. I have favorites, okay. but those. If I tell my kids, I'm like, "You're my favorite." Seven-year-old, yeah. you're my favorite seven-year-old yeah. girl, and if I because well, sure. I have twins, you're my, you're my favorite seven-year-old girl. But sure, they know they know what, and and I and I do give praise where praise is due, and do give feedback right. where feedback is due. But I'm being honest, but I'm being f- I don't know if fair is the right well, word. Fair fair might not be the right word. Look. I'm being honest with you that I have favorites that changes like a sine curve on a, various different, but I'm going to yeah. do my absolute best not to oppress anyone and to treat everyone in a way that is well fair or equal.
0: Well, here's the thing, Us, we, we being human all have the tendency to move toward uh, people or things that um, are favorable to us. That's just human. That's me, that's you, that's everybody. What I'm saying when I say favorite is we have, I should say it like this. We have to fight against that bias, Mm. right? We have to recognize it when we feel it and have to ask ourselves the question, why? Like, okay, should I back up a little bit with this? And am I hesitating to to say, maybe tell this person something that they don't want to hear because of that? am i giving this person a little bit more leeway than someone else who's not bad but they're just not this good and that's a bias that we have to check in ourselves which is it's a you know at least maybe it's, I believe that.
1: May, maybe it's maybe it's um everyone has an equal chance to succeed based on their, right. based on their current level of right. knowledge current there level. There you go. Their, current level of knowledge. I'm going to there help go. I'm going to treat everyone the way that they want to be treated themselves which is the what do we call that we call that the platinum rule the golden rule is treat yeah, everyone the, the way golden they, rule. the golden rule yep. is treat everyone the way you want to be treated but the platinum rule yep. is treat everyone the way that they want to be treated so i'm going to treat everyone the way that <laughs> they that the way that they okay. want to be treated but based yeah. on their level and give them an equal chance to succeed based on what they need to yeah. grow and give them a chance to grow there and, you go i, um, I mean I, You know, what's a hard, you know, what's a hard thing as a leader, building a team, a hard thing to do as a leader. I don't know if you've experienced this is to not spend 80% of your time with the people that aren't doing well. That's right. And to not, and to make sure to spend 80% of your time with the top 20%, because a lot of times we have really good autopilot team members that end up getting burnt out Mm -hmm. because we take for granted of how much, how hard of a worker they are. And the fact that they do this all the time, we throw more on their plate, throw more on their plate and then goodbye. And people wonder why they Mm -hmm. lost their best guy. And mm-hmm. we spent all of our yeah. time trying to fix the broken players. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. I don't know. Do you have like a? I, I I've had a. I've I've worked for very very liberal organizations in the past, and I've mm. worked for very very the most opposite of that. Like uh, so, I've worked for Starbucks, and then I've worked for like hardcore mm. boilerplate room sales organizations, right? And the sale sales organizations always had like an an A player, B player, C player type of mentality, and mm. um. Starbucks was more of a employee manual with hundreds of bullet points and, you know, I guess mm-hmm. what what what's a good person and what's not a good person type of thing. And both weird, and I think you need to meet somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. I think there's somewhere in the middle. You know, there's no extreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, there can never be an extreme on either end, but I don't know where I'm going with this. The yeah. I'm just trying to say that human relationships and managing a team can be very, very difficult, and some people do it naturally and really – um, um, Aggregate We can use a techno- yeah. technological term uh, Aggregate mm-hmm. um, people Into a singular Team that works really really well Together and you got the right people in the right seats On the bus etc And everyone mm-hmm. can move Can feel this upward mobility type of thing um, yeah. Any tricks Tricks or tips Or I should Say Genuine heartfelt ways to connect with people and help them grow? Maybe the, how do you have the hard conversations or, and how do you kind of, I don't know, pick a good team members?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've definitely been guilty sometimes of wanting something more than that employee wanted it themselves um, and have gone too far in terms of trying to um, have them be a better tech tech technical person or better whatever better systematic man Can, can I hold whatever. you back?
1: Can I just ask a question there yeah. just for clarity? Yeah. You've wanted more so you've been guilty guilty of seeing their potential as mm-hmm. higher than it actually is or higher than they desire.
0: I'll say higher than they desired at that time. Okay. Maybe. Right? Um, and gone too far. So that, that's, that's, that's the piece on that. And I've had to learn how to balance that in terms of 80, 20, when to stop that. Um, and when to, 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 to yeah, just going to stop that sooner. And th- say,
1: I, I I'm just curious though, do you think that that's because yeah. a, you're a, would you say that you are an achiever?
0: I am. <clears throat> and, and I'm pretty hard on myself, <laughs> And uh, I expect people to, to work in that manner. Um, yeah. But, so, a yeah. lot
1: of times when yeah. you've got people that are constantly moving, constantly grinding, constantly more, more, right. more, nothing's never, it's never enough. It's never enough. Um, right. We just can't think of any other way to be but that.
0: Right. Right. And I'm not right. saying you can't, that-
1: I'm not saying you don't know that. I'm just saying it's easy to fall back upon what's biologically you
0: right right no i agree and that's that's kind of the balance and but in terms of you know tricks or tips i'd say that probably the best thing is to i've just found i I've, i haven't had a really difficult time in terms of people management I, I kind of i'm the person that i bring my whole self to the job um i don't believe in trying to put wool over folks eyes what you see is kind of what you get um and just be honest with people um and that's been the biggest has been the i'll say the biggest but the most important currency that i've been able to use with my teams and anyone that's worked with me closely over the years i'm quite sure that they would say that even if they were on this phone one thing about al is that he's the same every time you see him in every situation like i don't i don't tell you something and go behind a closed door and say something different they trust what i say authentic um, and I think that's authentic I don't I don't play games with people and and try to tell them that they're going in a direction they're not or find ways if I'm not happy with something I let them know hey this particular thing I'm not happy with now there are two things I can either help you and provide you with what you need to do it or if I have this discussion again we're going to be talking about something different and and it is what it is I just I don't know I don't I don't feel that that's helpful to to people to, to, you know, play psychological games and try to manipulate. I think you just need to be honest and helpful.
1: Yeah. I sure hope that anyone doesn't actually think that that's a good way to do it. Weird, passive, weird, passive aggressive stuff. And sometimes that's rewarded. I've seen it many times. (laughs) Really? I've just tried to think, this is why I was no good in the corporate world and, you know, yep. I, I understand I live in the okay. corporate world, but I don't, I'm kind of like outside at the same time. Like if I need to go, yeah. if I need to go away and I, I go away. Right. Um, let me add
0: one more thing in there. Personal humility and hold your, you, we, we sometimes we hold others to a higher standard than what we hold ourselves to. Mm. Um, we're not miracle workers and you have to understand when other folks aren't miracle workers as well. Uh, so it's kind of disingenuous
1: to, to do that uh yeah people can sniff out hypocrisy that's right yeah that's yeah um, so, yep what and, and, and difficult to do if you're a driver that's <laughs> difficult right. to do if you difficult to do if you're a driver you, you might not notice that you're actually doing it you know you might not notice that's that, right because you're gonna squeeze every bit out that's of right. everything you can that's a good good Many times. (laughs) That's good. uh, That's a great piece of advice. It's a great piece of advice. How do you know when to, when to cool down? Just say like, Hey, here's what, take the expectations that you have and, and, and minus 20% off the top and be happy with that and hire more people and ask for more money.
0: You know what? Sometimes it's unfortunately I've had people (laughs) to come to me in tears when I've Pushed too hard. And, and I've gone, it's gone that direction. And I've had to say right in front of them, I've had to apologize because that wasn't my intention. Yeah. Um, but I, I've, I've definitely been guilty of that. And then other times, I um, had to really step back and do some self-reflecting and evaluation. I mean, a lot of it's talking to my wife about what's happening. She, she'll straighten me up real quick. And tell me, I've had I'm lo- I'm blessed. I have really good people in my life that I run a lot of scenarios by. So I have a lot of people around me that have a lot of experience that I trust their leadership, and I take a lot of that in too to kind of help me stay balanced in well, terms of when and what to do things. Sometimes,
1: well, a being authentic and vulnerable is certain at the same That's time right. is is both uh, very important. I so. appreciate you taking this time to share some very detailed, good uh, information on both, you know, just to kind of review, because I don't do this review, you know, maybe like the highlights of A, um, articulating the truth and being able to really drill down on the the business acumen pieces and then um, building a team behind that. Mm, so well, Thank you. Um, uh, appreciate your, t- uh, your time. Anyone that Thanks. wants to reach out to, to Al, um, you can certainly find him on, on LinkedIn and I'm sure you're willing to, you know, maybe possibly potentially mentor anyone that has any, any questions that may Absolutely. be, maybe crying themselves to sleep at night in the data closet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, I've been there, done that too.
1: <laughs> so, uh, appreciate yeah. it, sir. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Dissecting Popular IT Nerds. If you like this or any other episode, make sure you rate it and share it with one of your friends. And remember, when it comes to IT, you always need to be dissecting, analyzing, and
0: improving.